Hey, I'm Derek. I'm a designer on gameplay and WWE 2K17. This year, we put a huge focus on making the gameplay the best it's been in franchise history. With that, I'm going to take you through the basic controls as well as highlight a few new additions. Left stick moves your superstar around the ring. Press square to perform a strike. To do a grapple, press X and push a direction on the left stick. Every time you do an attack or a reversal, you're building up momentum. When you reach 100% momentum, you unlock your superstar's signature move, and 150% unlocks a finisher. To perform one of these, press triangle when you're prompting. And Goldberg dropping Lesnar! Goldberg was unfazed, and Lesnar couldn't believe it! A look of shock in the eyes of the beast who is planted by Goldberg! These moves are very powerful. They make it much easier to pin or submit your opponent. No fear from Goldberg! And a spear! Goldberg hit Lesnar with a spear! A spear from out of nowhere! Goldberg may shock the world! Lesnar's hurt! Lesnar's hurt! Once you pulled off a finisher, it's the perfect time to try and pin your opponent. Brock's in trouble! Brock's in trouble! I don't think anybody expected this sort of dominance right out of the gate from Goldberg. He's got Lesnar center of the ring. Goldberg's looking Goldberg for a jackhammer. He's looking for the jackhammer! Goldberg's looking for the jackhammer! A jackhammer to Lesnar! When your opponent's in a grounded state, you press circle to go for the pin. Thanks for watching. If you ever need a quick reference during gameplay, the controls can be found in the pause menu. Check back here for future videos where we'll go over the more advanced controls for WWE 2K17. Welcome to the Full Nelson Press Podcast, episode 50, WWE Survivor Series 2016 event. I am the creator of the thefullnelsonpress.com. My name is Brandon Kirkpatrick. You can find me on Twitter at johnnyjonny underscore tango. I'm here with one of Goldberg's useless security guards, Mr. Peter O'Brien. You can also find him on Twitter at MVP360. And of course, you can follow the Full Nelson Press on Twitter at TFMP. Pete, are you ready for Survivor Series? Oh my god, should they call it Surviving Watching That Much Damn Pre-Show? Oh my god, it was a two-hour kickoff two show. hours! Oh, and people weren't even in the seats yet! Yeah, like, what was the point? <laughs> yeah, you know what, we need two hours of Survivor Series because it's only gonna be like five hours. Renee Young, Booker T, Lita, and The King just sitting in an empty arena. Yeah, and it was like, you could hear the echoes. <laughs> Ugh, did you watch it? Um, I got there when it was Kane versus Luke Harper. The first match of the night, which happens an hour and 20 minutes into the, this two-hour free show, is TJ Perkins, Noam Dar, Rich Swan versus Drew Gulak, Tony Nese, and Ari Davari, whatever it was. Why not make a Cruiserweight Survivor Series match and put that in here? You obviously have the time for it. It doesn't need Brian Kendrick. He already has his own match. So make, like, a 10-man a Survivor Series match. Bring in some people from both sides and make a fun match. Or make make a match to see like, 
hey, maybe we'll have a number one contender. Pete, don't say that. That would make sense. Exactly. Womp, womp. That's why I didn't watch it. Yeah, Rich Juan wins. Good for him. Next match on the kickoff show, the match everyone has been waiting for, the Big Red Machine, Kane yes. versus Luke Harper. Yes. I mean, I read about this match, and I'm like, oh, my God. It just got added. <laughs> that just happened. Kane wins. Give it to him because it's not like he's in an active storyline. He's an active wrestler or doing anything at all to help contribute to the roster he's in. Give him the win. Yay. Yep. Done. That's the two-hour kickoff show, man. We covered that in, like, two minutes. Yeah, that's all it needed to be covered. Like, all they had to do is ten minutes go, here's what's coming up on Survivor Series. This match, this match, this match, and this match. And here's Survivor Series. Exactly. That doesn't need to be two hours. I feel like they're just doing it to be like, seven hours of wrestling, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. The first match of the night is the women's Survivor Series match. Before the match even starts, though, we find out Nikki Vela has been attacked. This was just cringeworthy. Natalia and Daniel Bryan just definitely putting on that A-plus acting they got from Total Divas. The airbags on Nikki Bella ran into a door and gave her whiplash. <laughs> that was, that's what I'm thinking. Could be it. Everyone's like, it's Carmella, but I'm guessing it's good be like Natalia's like it was me Austin and I'm waiting for Rikishi to be like I did it for the rock you've been out of the show for like 10 years what are you taking out Nikki Bella for I don't know I try to help Roman Reigns with gimmick and Roman Reigns comes out and goes I did it for the rock that was my idea <laughs> and then everyone's just like god damn it Roman get out of like, here okay I'll be back <laughs> I got one more idea. So the new updated teams, Raw team is the Raw Women's Champion Charlotte, Bailey, Nia Jax, Sasha Banks, and uh, Alicia Fox, with their coach going to be Dana Brooke. And then we have SmackDown's updated team, which is the SmackDown Women's Champion Becky Lynch, Carmella, now Natalia, Naomi, and Alexa Bliss. Yep. Uh, the match is all right. Yeah. You know what? This entire event was a lot of fun. The party I went to was Dog and Nia Jax. And I'm like, first of all, you know, I would. And second of all, like, she's good. Where I was at, we were singing Roman Reigns' theme like it was Nia Jax. Because she was a beast in this match. She was amazing. Do not ever say Roman Reigns is a beast in a match, okay? I'm not letting you do it. Nia Jax? You can say Nia Jax, but don't compare Nia Jax beastiality. Huh, can't say that. No, nope, uh, no, nope, nope. Beast mode? <laughs> she's not having sex with animals, folks. No, sorry. but she's better than Roman Reigns. She is. Yeah. She actually has her own gimmick. Let's you know why? Because she's not like most girls. But I like Nia Jax. Like, I don't care. She caught... Who did she catch off the top rope? She did a bunch of spots with Naomi. That's how she got eliminated. Yeah! She caught Naomi off the top rope. That's what it was. Like, she caught her caught her. Like, she didn't, like, struggle. She grabbed her and then slammed her. Why is she not in the title picture? Right. Oh, wait. We got a heel champion. Yeah. That's because that's how all champions have to be. They have to be heel champions. Yep. You can't have a good guy champion anymore. First one eliminated was Carmella by Alicia Fox. I thought it was going to be the other way around, but... Fine. Alexa Bliss eliminates Alicia Fox. Naomi gets counted out due to Nia Jax. Natalia then gets the surprise roll-up on Sasha Banks. What was that about? Right. But then Charlotte, she big boots Natalia into roadblock. Becky Lynch gets a tap on Nia Jax. That's how she gets eliminated. And then Charlotte, she big boots Alexa Bliss into TLC. Yeah. 
Let's just say WWE writers love Charlotte. Oh my god. They're doing everything they can with Charlotte. But let's be real though, Charlotte is a machine. Oh she's yeah. Doing, she, from her first day in NXT to now, like who else would you put the company's hand in? Like I like Sasha Banks, but when she gets the mic sometimes she gets all nervous. Charlotte is always at like 150% every time she's in the ring. So when she's in a promo, she's still like yelling at 150%. I think she just needs to tone it down a little bit. Yeah, but the surprising thing was is Raw wins with two people left. Charlotte and Bailey. We get a really cool match though with Bailey and Becky Lynch, but yeah, Bailey wins. But then Charlotte just immediately destroys Bailey because she automatically is like, I have to be the alpha bitch. Yeah, and the way WWE has built Bailey, do you think fans are gonna get behind that? They're gonna be like, Yeah, we like Bailey, but uh, there's no chance in hell. Also, Bailey just beat the women's champion of SmackDown. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where it's going. I don't know. I feel like everything that happens in Survivor Series is kind of a throwaway because they're just going to start restarting things anyways. Yeah, that's why I don't get too hardcore into Survivor Series. And there's like, not a lot of follow-up questions to everything that happens because it's just, that's the way it goes. And they're like, whatever, we just had it. We're done now, right? Okay, bye. <laughs> Speaking of throwaway matches, the IC title match, the now champion Miz with Maurice versus the underdog from the underground, Sami Zayn. Okay. Why can't Sami Zayn just catch a damn break? I get it. Like, I, I know what they're doing and billing him to be that super, super underdog. And maybe that's what they're doing the same story from NXT. But come on. Give him the belt. That would have been awesome. Miz just immediately just starts working on Sami Zayn's legs just so he can lock in that figure four lock. And that's what he really just concentrates on this whole time. And Miz kind of just runs the whole show and most of this match with his heel tactics. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. It was forgettable. Let's talk about this finish uh, <laughs> surprise Zayn locks in the figure four lock on Miz and we might get a new champion but Maurice for some reason and I'm not even blaming Maurice this is just WWE creative they just have Maurice go over and just ring the bell yeah Sammy's like oh I win unlocks the the lock on it and then Miz gets a roll up on him it was just, just such a stupid finish we're all sitting there we're just like well that happened. Exactly. Next, though, we are getting into our next Survivor Series match, which is the 10-on-10 tag team match. Uh, Pete, you ever seen those videos where you see the kids reacting to their dad first shaving off their beard? Yeah. That was me when I saw Rhino. Oh, my God. He's in peak physical form. I, and this match here did not really excite me either because there was too much. Yeah. That, that's what I came into this knowing, that this was just going to be crazy. And they knew there was going to have to be some fast eliminations, otherwise they were going to break the ring. Ross team was New Day, Shizaro, Enzo, Big Cast, The Club, and The Shining Stars versus SmackDown team, which was Heath Slater and Rhino, The Hype Bros, American Alpha, Uso, and Brizongo. Wow. Let's talk about this, though. Brizongo, they are over. In the small time that they get, they get crowd reaction. And Biggit's crowd reaction, they're we're always, they're basically taking Cody Rhodes as like your ugly paper bag gimmick, but finding people for fashion. I think that's hilarious. Yeah, it's amazing. That's so genius. Give them more time. Like every time they beat someone, be like, you're ugly. Like, you know, walk away. Like, but wait, they'll never beat anyone. So there's that. I don't know much about Fandango, but I know when we saw that kind of behind the scenes on Tyler Breeze and kind of what he like says on Twitter, I think he's kind of like, give me whatever role and I'm just going to run with it. I don't care if I'm losing every night. The guy's just having a good time and getting a paycheck for it. Good on him for just looking at it that way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that is another thing, too. I wouldn't mind getting paid to just walk around and be like, 
Yeah, you can kick me in the face. So. Right, exactly. Speaking of which, though, Big E eliminates Brizango right away. And then out of nowhere, the Usos eliminated the New Day. Oh, that pissed me off. I loved it. I liked it only because I felt like this was the theme for the night that a lot of wrestlers who don't get a lot of TV time or get, like, a lot of wins kind of had more of a spotlight tonight. Because, like, the Shining Stars actually had a little run there for a little bit. Yeah, and I was like, blech. <laughs> Shut up. Don't even try to say the Shining Stars. They don't deserve anything Give else. Them They've had 18 Give them a minutes. chance. Oh, my God. <laughs> I said, bring El Torito back as the little guy in that show, Fantasy Island. <laughs> And someone's like, dude, that's really racist. I'm like, wait, why? Is it because of the height? <laughs> I don't know. Is it? I mean, think about it. WWE did, like, create Eugene. Right. Also, we did have a WLC match. Uh, that still, I think, is hilarious. That match yes. was great. I don't even care. That's the best pre-show match we have ever seen. I think so. I think you're right. Nothing else will dethrone that. No, no way. Not no. at the rate they're going. No. Uh, Jason Jordan and Gable. Uh, Gable did his roll-up suplex. Like, that was he rolled so through. cool, yeah. He did that move all the time in NXT. I'm like, why are these guys not over? Like, give them more. They were great. Slater and Rhino were good. Uh, Sheamus and Cesaro were good. They easily show that they are head over heels like they're great performers yeah they know what they're doing in the ring they just need to get better on the mic both of them they need to get better in their backstage segments they need to stop with the whole arguing thing like just do it more subtle be like yeah you're an idiot i thought sheamus was gonna shake his hand there at the end yeah i'm glad he didn't i would <laughs> throw kick him that would have made it even better well yeah shizaro wins they are the yeah. winners of this they win with a sharpshooter right yeah good for shizaro uh i don't know where, where they go with this they uh, i don't know i just don't know with the tag team division yeah don't get invested i'm already cooked you can't get invested because it's just gonna change and don't like anything and don't think of anything smart that they're gonna do with the tag division because it's never gonna happen <laughs> everyone has ideas but nothing's gonna happen bring back beer money don't bring them back they never had them in the first place whatever we're moving on uh, the wwe cruiserweight championship the champion the brian kendrick versus Wait, don't don't even just skip over what brian kendrick is what is he Pete? he's a man with a plan <laughs> Versus the most agile warrior in the ring, Kalisto. But this match doesn't matter because Baron Corbin interferes. Do you think Brian Kendrick's heel persona came from the fact that Matt LeBlanc is stealing his thunder? <laughs> And creating a show called Man with a Plan. Which, by the way, can we get, like, a sponsorship, Man with a Plan? Like, we're dropping you. Yeah. Can we do that? Both Brian Kendrick and Matt LeBlanc, we will take either, or both. We could yeah. do both. You'd think Matt LeBlanc would chime in? I bet you Brian Kendrick would. Like, his finishing move is sliced bread. That need, that dude <laughs> needs some money to get a piece of sliced bread to eat. He looks like he's hungry. Whatever. He's the Man with a Plan, though, dude. So, obviously, he's got something coming up. Do you think he planned this thing with Barry Corbin? Oh, my God. What? Wouldn't that be awesome? Barry Corbin and Brian Kendrick get a team together? Wouldn't mind that. You know why? Because they probably both have plans. But Baron Corbin's a lone wolf. Get rid of the gimmick because it's not no. working for him. It gave him a big-ass fucking trophy. That's all it gave him. And he's got to walk this big Andre the Giant-looking motherfucker around where he goes. He's not a lone wolf anymore. He's got this big statue with him. We get our statues real? Our statue's human? No. You idiot. You can still be a buddy. Yeah, well, whatever. Brian Kendrick's just sitting there going, dude, you know what you need? You need a plan. And guess who's got one? I do. <laughs> 
So at the end of this, though, we get this little thing where Daniel Bryan is, like, pissed off at Baron oh, Corbin. Oh, God. First of all, man, you kicked him off the Survivor Series match. Good yeah. on Baron Corbin. Also, Daniel Bryan, your acting sucks. It's yeah. better on Total Bellas. Yeah, he's his look of disgust. Like, you gotta work on that, Daniel Bryan, because it just looks like you smelled someone who farted and you're kind of into it. I'm becoming a huge Daniel Bryan hater. He has no logic. Like, okay, when Alexa Bliss was like, hey, I got screwed right there, and Daniel's like, well, you know you can do it. You can go out there and fight for another chance. You idiot. She literally showed you the video that she did get screwed, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm here for the people, but yeah, that, no, don't care. I'm Daniel Bryan. I hate Daniel Bryan. I'm, I'm done with him. He makes no additional effort at all because to him, he's like, I'm so over. I just need to keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah, you're bland, Daniel, but you know what he needs? What's that? A plan. I'm a man with a plan. All right, man, you ready to move on to, I'm just going to call this the main event of the night, <laughs> the men's Survivor Series match, Raw's team, which is Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, and Seth Rollins versus Team SmackDown, which is AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, Shane McMahon, Bray Wyatt, Dean Ambrose, and their mascot, James Ellsworth. <laughs> God, I just sat there, and right before the match started, I go, all right, here's prediction number one. Who is the first elimination? first one eliminated. Now, here's the thing, though. I will give them props, because it took quite a while for someone to get yeah. eliminated. Uh, and it was uh, Strowman eliminated Ambrose. That threw me for a loop, but that was one I got wrong. But I also said, calling it now, Owens will be out way before stupid Roman Reigns. And what do you know? What the hell are refs counting out people in the women's division, in the tag division, but yet in this match, if you're outside the ring? No, no, no. No countouts. Except for when Braun Strowman's getting in. Yeah, they counted it out there and then, like, no countouts for the rest of the match. Like, it just didn't make any sense. What made it even more non-believable is little James Ellsworth is holding Braun Strowman who then goes, oh, I'm out. Someone's holding my foot. And he pulls his foot back so easily for James Ellsworth to slide out. And I'm like, okay, guys, do you not just realize how stupid that looks? Strowman's one leg weighs more than the person holding onto it. Easily. So then he chucks him off the stage through a table, which had an airbag underneath it. Not only that, but he didn't throw him far enough because I think he kind of landed on the stairs next to it. Good. <laughs> like, geez, he's not going to die from that. I did hear reports that James Ellsworth has signed with the WWE. Yeah. Good for him, man. Living that dream. Yeah, I'm proud of that guy. So that was like my big thing like throughout the whole thing. I'm like, why is the ref counting out Braun Strowman? Why is the ref disqualifying Kevin Owens? Yet Roman Reigns, he's like, guys, we're going to do the 3D. No, Roman, that's not your gimmick. So he puts someone through a table, right? Right. How is that not disqualification then? Yeah. Or a table's legal. Someone's like, you're overthinking it. I'm like, I'm not overthinking it. It's just they're hopping all over the place with the calls in this match. I know. I agree. You're watching it and you're trying to figure out, okay, well, how are people actually getting eliminated if rules are just, yeah. just not existent anymore after a certain point in this match? Kevin Owens gets eliminated, but then it's just like, nope, you can use weapons. It's no big deal. Big pop. The Shield eliminating AJ Styles. That was a pretty good moment. That was yeah, really that was cool. cool. I still think the Shield... 
broke up just a tad too early. I think there should have been a moment where Rollins had the title and Ambrose and Reigns had like the United States or the Intercontinental or the tag title like even bigger up, like to just really show their dominance. Sure. And then they could have had a sweet faction battle with the likes of the Wyatts. They could have had a huge rivalry there. What they have now, I think, could kind of work. Say the Shield is back together, but Dean's still on SmackDown and and Roman and, and Rollins are on Raw. So you could still say, all right, now they're officially back together. However, they're not doing the faction warfare every pay-per-view because they can't just make that set up for certain story points, like when you do a Survivor Series or one of the big four. Maybe that's what they're going to start building towards now, but this was, I really like this moment. Someone said Shane McMahon sleeping on the side of the ring apron. I decided to comment saying, well, duh, Roman Reigns is in the ring. He is the worst. He does four moves. He's so dull. Oh, then he kills Shane McMahon. Oh my god. So Shane goes hard in this match. Too hard, man. There's no cage for you to jump off. You shouldn't have been in it. No. You shouldn't have been in it. Yeah, I'm really regretting not having Baron Corbin in it, huh, Shane? Yeah, and also, Roman, you missed your timing on that because there was a moment where he had all this stomach to spear, but yet Roman's like, ah, I'm too late. I want the collarbone. Okay, so someone's like, oh no, it's not real. I'm like, no, that's real because look at it. When he went to pin him, the ref goes one, two, but you see like him like sliding his hand under Shane's shoulder and like pushing him up and go, no, no, it's a, it's a two count. And then he's like, oh shit, no, he's done. We're taking him out. Right. And this is the part I started dying laughing. Okay, maybe it's not real because the medical guys drag Shane off the apron <laughs> with his head hanging over. Okay, if he has a head injury, that's not a good move. Now, when all this happens, either Shane is out cold or pretending to be out cold, he can't stop making direct eye contact with any camera that's looking at him. Yeah. So it's almost like he's looking right into your goddamn living room. <laughs> <laughs> A <laughs> uh, moment of the match, Orton breaks a uh, character and goes over to his kid and like rubs his kid's head. I saw that after the show. I was like, all right, that makes sense. No, he Hold is on. a McMahon. That's the shit that Shane and Stephanie and Vince all lived through. So you know what? That's something that kid had to go through. That's a rite of passage right there. Okay, well, hold on. What would have made it better is Orton goes, dude, your dad's going to be okay. And then RKO's him and then walks away. <laughs> That's the business, kid. Ah, you're welcome. So to me, the bore fest started happening when Roman Reigns just kept wrestling. Well, it becomes Rollins and Roman versus Bray and Orton, and then Rollins gets eliminated, which I think was a bad move. Yep. Because as soon as he got eliminated, everyone in the WWE universe is like, Team SmackDown! Let's go SmackDown. Like, yeah. Well, when are they not going to just grasp this, that he is just beyond, like, hated? Because they're not doing, do something more with this character. Not only that, but Roman, Bray Wyatt, and Orton, who's your big draw out of your final three there? Seth freaking Rollins would have been it. But no, it was Roman Reigns who everyone hated. WWE, you're clueless. Now, I don't have an issue with the end of this match because I didn't mind Orton taking one for the team, that spear, and then Bray Wyatt getting the sister Abigail. I just feel like it should have been Rollins to get that yep. big loss there, not Roman. Uh, it certainly wouldn't have hurt him at all. Absolutely. All right, man. The Mega Match. Fantasy Warfare just got real. The aging Bill Goldberg versus the Beast Incarnate Brock Lesnar. Let me set this match up for you. Spear, spear again, jackhammer, match is done go home thanks for listening everybody goodbye <laughs> i mean 
what was funny is, okay, yeah, the entrances are sweet. Like, I, don't get me wrong. Goldberg walking to the ring. I'm like, this is cool. And then the spear happened. I'm like, oh, what? Yeah. Lesnar gets up and he's like, holy stomach. And Goldberg just does it again. I'm like, huh, what? And then a jackhammer. And I'm like, what? Did we just witness the mega beast get beat by a guy who looks like that dad that mows his lawn without his shirt off <laughs> to try to, like, impress the neighbor wife? Like, <laughs> well, I still work up. <laughs> He's the one who makes six-pack joke, but it's a, like, six-pack of beer. You yeah. know, something stupid like that. How ironic, though, man, that this whole thing sponsored by WWE 2K17. It's almost like Goldberg started with three finishers. You build Brock Lesnar up to be this freaking unstoppable beast. I don't care that Brock lost, but I would have done something different. Or at the end of that match that he, like, is sitting there celebrating before he could take his freaking kid's shirt off and prance him around the ring. Kind of weird. Titus O'Neil's like, go kiss him on the lips. <laughs> yeah, no, French him. No, 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 no. Too far, too far. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> have Lesnar come in and like suplex his kid and then like <laughs> five Goldberg and like destroy Goldberg. So like Goldberg still gets the win, but then Brock gets like that still beast unstoppable thing that you built up, you know? That's yeah. what we were all waiting for. But then it goes, all right, thanks for tuning in. I'm like, what? That is it? The whole end ceremony, it just didn't make sense. To me, it just made it look like they were just being safe with Goldberg. And that finish just added more to that because he brings his kid out. Like, it really just focused on that. Yeah, and then, like, I'm watching Raw the next night, and I, he's like, yeah, they're giving up for my boy. For fucking why? I don't <laughs> care about your damn kid. What did he do? I don't want to see your shirtless kid ever again. That was beyond awkward. Just signed on Raw, man. Billy Goldberg. It was weird. I'm sorry. That was just too awkward. Where did his shirt go? Who was like, <laughs> take your shirt off, kid? I've never seen, like, Rey Mysterio's kids show up and been like, hey, dude, where's your shirt? That's yeah. never happened. Not even at WCW. You can't even excuse Goldberg saying that's how they used to do it. Hey, oh, God. Man, that's the finish. How do you want to grade this? Oh, th there was a lot of good spots, though. There was a lot of cool things. I know. I'll give it, like, a solid B. But B, I'm going to give it a B plus. I know we were really ragging on the end there, but the, the Survivor Series matches alone, yeah. if you eliminated everything else and just made it three back-to-back -back Survivor Series match, this would be an A+. Plus. Oh, yeah, the, the the Survivor Series matches did their job. Absolutely. Goldberg, shirtless kid, did not. And I almost want to give it, like, a D for that. There was a good, like, five minutes of nothing that they were like, hey, Goldberg, remember when you were so dominant and you walked around, like, and prayed around with your kid when you won on all those undefeated streaks? Oh, you don't? Oh, you didn't have a kid? Oh, so you're going to do it now? Dude, get out. He should have speared him and left or had Lesnar jump him. Which brand won this month? Was it WWE or NXT? I'm going NXT. Oh, I'm going to go with WWE. That's fine. Because I, 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 Nothing against NXT. Nope. I, I was impressed with what they did with Survivor Series, but it also just feels like a one-shot comic. It's just going to be a bunch of things that they put together, and then we're going to get nothing out of this. Where there's so many hopeful things that this could be built with, they're just restarting it the following night. Yeah. See, with me, NXT had more stories, like, with their title matches. Like, with Joe and Nakamura. Dude, they had more story with Ty Dillinger and Bobby Roode. There was more there, so I was more invested in those matches, I think, and that's why. And then also, uh, no champion or any wrestler won and asked his shirtless kid to get into the ring, so... <laughs> For the kids! Yeah, we're all about the kids here, but no shirts. All right, Pete, done of the night. Refs. 
Refs? Wow. (laughs) You 10 count someone out in another match and in the same match, but then you don't 10 count everybody else who should have been 10 counted. You use foreign objects uh, and get Kevin Owens kicked out, but yet a table is okay. I'm sorry, refs. You're stupid. All right. My dud of the night is Ryback. Typically on my Instagram account or any of my social media accounts, I like to post any wrestlers I've drawn on their birthdays and say happy birthday to them. And I do this for Ryback and and he actually liked my post on Instagram which is cool, uh, which he had a birthday on a Wednesday, but then that Friday he posted my same drawing with the hashtag Nips Out Friday, but he had cropped out my web address. He had cropped out the phonelsonpress.com. What a douche! A fan of ours called him out on it and, and tagged my Press Instagram account on it. So I went on there, I'm like, hey man, thanks for giving us some love. Maybe next time don't crop out my website. <laughs> What a t- that's typical Ryback. He gets like 10 or 15 more posts below me about like, you know, you're being an indie wrestler, uh, help out indie artists, and all this other bullshit. He then deletes my comment and all the other previous comments, and then just tags my Instagram account in the picture. That's awesome. He still tagged you, but it took getting called out for you to get, like, love for it. Yes. That's hilarious. Typical Ryback. Typical Ryback. <laughs> what a doink. Pete, stud of the night. Um, ooh, I Goldberg, mean, who Goldberg, really killed it? Goldberg. Don't even, no, <laughs> I refuse. Can, uh, can I say, like, can I say the American Alpha? Like, okay. they got, like, some time to actually show off some moves and show that they can handle it. All right. I'm going American Alpha, but heel Uso, I'm digging. Me too. My only gripe to them is just give them a heel moveset. Don't just have them, like, they're attacking the knee and that just be their only thing. Give them a better moveset and they will go farther than they did as face Usos. Yeah, they're doing really good. I like it. All right, Pete. My stud of the night is going to be Baron Corbin. Good on you for getting kicked out of the Survivor Series match and be like, you know what? I'm going to do something. I'm going to cost my brand the cruiserweight division. That was the highlight of the night for me. And then Daniel Bryan to be like, oh, man, why'd you do that? That sucks. And he'd be like, fuck you, man. <laughs> Just like walks away. Oh. All right, man. Well, that's it. That's the full Nelson Press episode 50 WWE Survivor Series, the 2016 event. Anything else you want to add? I have to get a hold of Roman Reigns because I feel like I'm making a gimmick for him. <laughs> I'm waiting for Roman Reigns to just be like, dudes, I'm a hugger. <laughs> I hug you and I do it with flair, you know. My finishing move is the belly to Roman. <laughs> I'm a legit boss hugger, okay? I do it with flair. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> and I love steampunk. I'm great with it. This oh week God. on Up, Up, Down, Down, Roman Reigns <laughs> plays WWE Universal Mode as Roman Reigns. <laughs> All right, man. Well, um, suck a butt. Yeah, bet. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. And if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and like this video. Leave us a comment. We might even read it on our next show. And I'll try not to berate you, but no promises. If you're listening to this on iTunes, please subscribe and leave us a review. You have no idea how much that helps. I guess Stitchers has a thumbs up button now, so that's a thing. You can find us on Facebook, Wrestling Amino Tambler. Or just search for the Full Nelson Press on any social media site. You can also go to thefullnelsonpress.com for all of our past episodes and original WWE art created by yours truly. Go watch some wrestling.